So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 180, telling the men from the boys. But growing up as a kid with a single mom, I really wanted my mom to find love and happiness. She was a powerful, successful woman. But what was her mistake? What could she have done differently? Why was it I had to watch her go through the ups and downs of that emotional roller coaster? What was it I figured out by having that life experience? And then also living through my own life experience as a, a kind of shy, nerd, nice guy in my teens, a player, commitment phobe in my 20s, and then in my 30s and 40s, working to grow up, to become a man, to mature. Well, it was the difference between a man and a boy, a man who shows up in a way that allows a committed, healthy relationship with a powerful woman that doesn't need to diminish her, isn't intimidated by her, doesn't need to try to put her in a box, doesn't play games with her, doesn't have to play hide and seek or be avoidant or a commitment phobe. In short, I really learned the way to tell men from boys. And that was something my mom never developed. She got fooled a lot by guys that seemed like men. You know, I hear a lot of talk nowadays from strong women, successful women around, I think I need an alpha guy. But a lot of confusion around what that alpha really looks like. A lot of confusion around thinking that the man that can quote unquote handle a strong woman has to look a certain way. And a lot of the time it's, it's false masculine cues and traits. It's not the things that really make a man an emotionally strong, healthy man to be with a strong woman. So I just wanted to give you some examples today. The, the five M's that I use to delineate the difference between the men and the boys. Let's jump right into it because the first M is mission. If a man doesn't have a mission, then he's probably playing small. Like the client of mine who had a guy who was so afraid of failure, so insecure deep down that he didn't want to take on big challenges. He never attempted things he could fail at. He played life small because he felt small, because he was small on the inside. He hadn't grown into his confidence. If he failed externally, it made him feel like the failure he already felt like on the inside. So a man has a mission that's bigger than himself. It makes it worth taking on challenge. He's not afraid to take on challenges like uh, a boy is afraid. See, you've got to be willing to take on that big challenge if you're going to be a man. Also, maturity is the second M. Not just uh, maturity in terms of... Um, you know, him looking like a grown man. Yeah, that's physically mature. He might have muscles. He might have a beard. That doesn't make him manly. Is he emotionally mature? Does he make commitments and keep them? Do his words match his actions? Is he socially mature? Does he hang out with a bunch of idiots or immature guys? 
Is he financially mature? Does he treat money in a responsible, respectful way? Is he spiritually mature? Is he all me, 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 ego, narcissist, impress you? I was recently on a, a clubhouse room, a discussion, where there was a guy that, uh, in a kind of speed dating thing, like bachelorette almost, all the women were putting their hands up, wanting a shot at this guy. And meanwhile, I was going, oh no, this guy has so many glaring problems about him that don't seem glaring on the outside. But he was not spiritually mature in the sense that he kept trying to impress the women. He kept saying things with a little bit of that <laughs> cocky little, so I know you're going to like me. It was so ego-based and not from a self-assured place. See, confidence is beautiful in a man, but when a man is spiritually mature, he's connected to the idea that there are things bigger than him, greater than him. There's uh, a belief system. It doesn't have to be religious even, but he's not me, me, me. So the guys who are chest-thumping are generally not the most spiritually mature. Then we have the third M. Third M is masculine, but let's redefine the masculine. It is not chomping on a cigar, sawing wood, walking around like a lumberjack, getting into fights. It's not being an aggro alpha who drops his dick on the foreheads of the lower men. It's not that old bullshit. Come on, we've got to wake up and get with it. It's also not the man bun, super sensitive. We talk about our feelings constantly, and that's all he can do because he's scared in other ways. He's not decisive. He hates saying no to me. Everything is uh, very boundaryless and ethereal and cosmic. He's doing drum circles and yoga constantly, but he's also part of the yoni god feminine fertility thing, which is wonderful unless he's lost touch with his masculine side. So masculine, I look at as less about the biological aspect and more as yin-yang now. Does he have that balance? Does he have a well-developed side that quite often successful women have to develop in the workplace, frankly, or in business? Decisive, goal-driven, able to handle challenge, to be direct, to take accountability for things, to have a little bit of that warrior in him, but it doesn't have to be in a confrontational conflict-driven way. It's not all about external macho stuff, muscles, money, being domineering, that's not the healthy masculine. It's emotional security and being self-defined, which brings me to M number four. Myself. A man knows himself. See, people-pleasing boys seem great at first. Oh my God, he just cares so much about my needs. And you could eat that up if you're someone who hasn't done your heavy lifting to make sure you can express needs and speak up for your needs and set boundaries. You can love the guy that's gonna overdo, like it's all about you, you, you. He's a full service guy, he cares so much. But then you get someone who's a boy because he doesn't know how to say no when he needs to say no. You know what, this is important to me, I need to go do this for myself. So I can't do that, I love you, but I love myself. And here's who I am as a man. I need to go do this work and I won't be able to do that thing. Or I need to go, spend some time at home on the project I need to do on my house before I come over to your place. I don't drop it all to rush over. You see, if we're an overgiver, then we love other overgivers. But two unhealthy people don't make for a healthy relationship. So just because it feels great to receive from an overgiving guy at first, eventually he'll turn boy and either be hiding from you so he can meet his needs, 
or passive aggressive, resentful, snarky, and sulky. A man has to know himself enough to say no with love and respect to you. And number five, the fifth M in this crash course that we're rushing through is he makes you feel safe. He makes you feel safe emotionally. You're not wondering where he is, what he's up to. Is he going to stay or go? Financially, you feel stable with him. Physically, you feel safe around him. Those are the five M's. Look, if you really want to delve deep into it, go to datemannotboys.com and check out my training on it. Datemannotboys.com slash webinar replay 23. It's a, probably one of the better webinar trainings I did on this. And I think that's still up if you want to go check it out. Datemannotboys.com slash webinar replay in words. And then the numbers, number 23. So webinar replay 23. But those five M's, if you can't spot the difference between uh, an emotionally healthy man who can be a partner to a powerful, successful woman and a guy who pretends to be that, one of the guys who says they love strong women, but it's bullshit, they can't actually handle it, then you're going to end up with a boy. Your radar will get fooled over and over again like my mom's did. I've dedicated my life to this because it's been my life. I've lived it. I lived it in the passenger seat watching my mom drive and seeing her pay the price of heartbreak over and over and how that affected her, how it made her want to put a wall up, how she sometimes retreated from men, love and relationships and closed her heart till she got so lonely she'd open it again. And yet all she needed to do, all she needed to know were these secrets, the secret to tell a man from a boy. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.